Hi everybody, my name is Ashley. And I'm Mark. And we work at the Free Spirit Collective, which is a integrative psychology and wellbeing centre here in Dubai. And this is our podcast, Say It Out Loud. And all we're trying to do is break down the basics and help dispel some myths around mental health and wellbeing. And it's really short because we know that life's busy and who wants to listen for a, a podcast for an hour and we're going to condense it down for you in 10 minutes. <laughs> Welcome to episode 30 of the Say It Out Loud podcast here at FSC HQ. Thank you for <laughs> joining us today. Uh, today we are going to be looking at quiet quitting, something that's been in the media quite a lot. Um, so say it out loud Ashley Green, what on earth is quiet quitting? Quiet quitting is a phenomenon that kind of came during the pandemic era that we all lived through. Um, And I think it was after the pandemic, people had worked from home. You know, it was a traumatic time for so many people. Life changed, life was upside down. And then what we found was, like, when people were starting to go back to work and different things, priorities had changed, Mm. you know. Quiet quitting has probably always been there, but more recently, like you said, it's been in the media. And quiet quitting is just when you do the minimum that you're expected to do at work, basically means that um, you do the required to keep your job, but you won't go above and beyond for employers. Um, And the recent Gallup study in 2023 talked about that people then will give above and beyond if workplaces give them flexibility and trust. Um, so yeah, the great resignation of 2022, I was one of them, you know, I have to say, like, and that was also because I'd always wanted a career in wellbeing, but yeah. it was after COVID, I was like, okay, now's the time, you know, it's now or yeah. never, and lots of people did resign, and it just gave people a different perspective on life. Yeah. So, yeah. And you saw the light. Yeah. The free spirit light. The free spirit light. came to call. Yeah, and, and here I you am. Are. <laughs> Talking about quiet quitting (laughs) on a podcast but yeah it was really um, the Gallup report about 2023 it was published I can't remember what month it's about the global workplaces Um, it's such a fascinating read because again this information's in there about people won't go above and beyond for Mm. employers unless they've got flexibility and trust they also reported that 59% of the world's workplace is quietly quitting Wow, that's so yeah, high. So high. The inefficiency, like yeah. you know, in all of that, the loss of productivity and oh my fifty nine percent. Yeah. So when you wow. think about, you know, the um economy and the generation of different like the industrial era and the technological and all this, and you think about how much progress has been made, but the world's changing you know yeah. and like I would say I'm a, a, I think I am actually classed as a geriatric millennial <laughs> I think I am a geriatric millennial amazing yeah so I'm like you know when you start reading and it is a lot of Instagram informed memes which is fun but it talks about the different ways that generations approach things mm. um and I read about Generation Gen Z, who were born between 1997 and 2012, have not, been... Not us. Not us, no. <laughs> definitely not. Have been linked to um, this quiet quitting. And there's been a lot of chat about, oh, this generation, they're lazy. and But they just do what they're... Obviously, this is a sweeping generalisation. But generally, the Gen mm. Z stereotypes are 
chat of being lazy, but actually what it is is they just do what they're paid for mm. and they hold on to their well-being and they revere well-being. So I'm like, we could actually learn a lot from that. Yeah. So yeah. workplaces are having to change to accommodate a, because of 59% of the world's workforce is quiet quitting, mm. it seems. Yeah. Um, but also, it means that Gen Z are kind of paving the way for it. We expect more in terms of well-being, yeah. you know? Yeah. And voting with their feet, by the sounds of it, with the great mm. resignation and either sort of respect me, respect my well-being, yeah. or out for you to and choose, I'm off. Yeah, and, um, that's it. Yeah. Something else I want to mention that I read about that I think you might quite enjoy is when I was reading about quiet quitting, I also came across a new term I hadn't read before called grumpy staying. Oh, amazing. <laughs> this is so, me. I can do this so well. Oh. Grumpy staying is very similar in the fact that like you're you're grumpy and you're just staying at the job and you're just getting on with it. You're not happy about it. Yeah. <laughs> so I found that quite an interesting term. Yeah. Also. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I just feel I'm just generally quite grumpy, but I love I do love work and I do love the people yeah. I work with, so that's quite quite helpful. But just generally grumpy, yes. as you well know, and you get a front row seat too, which is lovely. Anyway, enough yeah. about the self indulgent side of myself. Um, we like to share a story on this as the sort of the shape of the podcast. So, have you got? Uh, any, mm. Yeah, obviously you mentioned yourself. You know, a change of career um, post-Covid yeah. if you, does that kind of form a base of a story perhaps? It does yeah and you know I, when I think about this time like I said at the beginning everyone has got memories and experiences and times that really impacted who they are today and how life is you know it's like big changes mm-hmm. um, education the same as nursing um, and a few other careers you know this they often are in the same sentence as the word burnout mm. Um, so I kind of my story veers more towards that I feel like I found it really difficult um, coming back into school after Covid with all the restrictions you know kids mm. two metres apart five oh, years of masks yeah. on like it was just a really hard time and I did become quite unwell you know and I'm quite open about sharing that I really experienced a lot of anxiety through it all um, but then on reflection when I look back, I'm like, there was no quiet quitting for me there because mm. education doesn't allow for that. No. <laughs> really, no. there is no space to quietly quit. The bare minimum will never cut it. You'll never manage to do what's best for the children yes. if you're quietly quitting. Yeah. Um, but something else that made me reflect on that concept as a whole, even within the culture here and in Dubai and as an expat, your whole livelihood can depend on your work. So, for mm. example, your visa is connected. Your family's visas might be connected to your place of work. Um, you know, and also there's no like unions here. The mm. way there might be in the UK, where there's a level of employee protection. Of course, we've got the labour law and things like that. You know, that do support employees. But I think there's just this kind of unspoken general feeling of it's really difficult to quiet quit when you're Mm. connected to um, work in such a way that it's connected to your livelihood Um, and I just wanted to kind of mention it's not really a story just some thinking points as such but quiet quitting might not even be a conscious thing you know as a leader or a company owner or something you might feel there's a level of disheartened employees or you know yeah. there's like a general feeling of disheart being disheartened yeah and that could be a signal towards some quiet quitting so yeah. it's then okay well what 
is that what can we do to rectify that? Yeah, you know? yeah. Or even if there's people that are grumpy staying and they're really <laughs> clear about it, it's like, well, what? Yeah. What can we do to rectify that? Yeah, know? I think it's um, uh, indicative of of a toxic workplace mm. in that people don't want to put their head above the parapet, and so you get this sort of quiet quitting, grumpy staying. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't want to try anything else. They don't want to be creative. They don't want to sort of do anything apart from what is what is sort of minimally required mm-hmm. and we're losing out so much um, from people's creativities and ideas yeah. and their disengagement I'm thinking as well about um, absenteeism and it, it's such a huge impact on the world and on the economy and, and on people mm-hmm. and I think when I think about teachers and burnout and people always say oh they get so much time off don't they teachers and <laughs> you know it's, it's always what people say mm. and time off is not the antidote to burnout no, it's not, not. It, it it's all about the environment so if they're in an unhealthy environment they will forever burn out no matter how much time off they get because when they come back in the environment is unhealthy so that needs to stop as an argument and we need to try and create these better and more healthy environments for people to work in but that's just me going Mm. off on a grump I mean you'll notice that I never even got involved in any of the chat there about like Mm. um, yeah so quite quite and and it's just it's hard because I feel like if I start talking about Mm. um, that about the school holidays thing like that's what I mean I I can't even talk about it because it's just Moving on. <laughs> yeah, Moving on it's hard. Um, but again, it's like you said, toxic workplaces. You can do it. Well-being and work has to be um, now taken a lot more seriously in all, in all industries. You know? That's right. That's right. Yeah. So moving on to the practical <laughs> takeaway, what can yeah. our listeners think about? Well, I think um, a kind of play on words really is more quiet thriving. You know, mm. it's like... Again, when we re- talked about World Happiness Day and you know making a big show of like being happy and well, yeah. but actually there's some real contentment and comfort and just quiet, quietly thriving. You don't need to shout mm. about it or share, although it's helpful to yeah. share ways that help you thrive with yeah. others. Um, but it's something that people can take away and do and think about. Right? How am I going to quietly thrive today in my workplace? So it's just really intense, intentional and subtle shifts to build a wee bit more resilience in the workplace. Because there are tough days, there are yeah. always pinch points. Yes. So thinking about what can I do today intentionally that's really subtle and small um, to help myself thrive a little bit more today in work. And another thing I always think about in this is the 80-20%, I've definitely mentioned it in other episodes, it's like you can't Mm. give 100% every day, like it's just not sustainable. So some days, think about what your 80% looks like to thrive that day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's 40%. Sometimes it is, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Exactly, let's all be a bit more honest about that. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Well, yeah. thank you as ever for joining us on episode 30 uh, of our podcast series. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, any um, feedback, suggestions, uh, please um, do get in touch with us. And if not, we'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. We really appreciate your time. If you want to get in touch with us, please feel free to reach out either via Instagram at the Free Spirit Collective or on our Facebook page, or check out our website at thefreespiritcollective.earth. 
From our Instagram and website, you'll find out our community events. So if you're in Dubai, it would be lovely for you to come and visit us at the centre on Happiness Street.